Tech and Gaming, Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. Well, if you haven't heard yet, uh, Facebook is rebranding and changing its company name as soon as next week, according to The Verge. Apparently, the social media giant will have a new name that will reflect its focus on creating a metaverse. It's also possibly connected to its unreleased social virtual reality world called Horizon Worlds. The social network itself will likely retain the Facebook branding and will be under a new parent company along with Instagram, WhatsApp, and Oculus. Uh, That would be similar to what Google did there in 2015 when it put its various projects and divisions along with itself under the parent company Alphabet. So uh, The Verge says the name change is a closely guarded secret at the moment and uh, not all senior level uh, folks there at uh, Facebook know about it. Mark Zuckerberg has long talked about wanting to make a Facebook metaverse company and has been taking steps towards that goal. What a metaverse is, I'm not sure, but you can imagine. It's probably like the multiverse in the Marvel Cinematic Yeah, well, your timelines are going to be all weird on your Facebook feed. (laughs) They're just trying to to wash off some of this stink, I feel like, uh, that is attached to Facebook right now and has been for the last couple of years. Uh, Whether or not it works is another story. Well, it worked for Google. Um, Well, there wasn't a lot of uh, awful things attached to Google, though. You're right. But also, everybody still calls Google Google. Yes, and that's that'll be the case for Facebook, I'm sure. A mainline console and PC title for Ubisoft Splinter Cell series is in, is in development, reports Video Games Chronicle. The news comes right as a demoralized community of Tom Clancy fans practically downvoted Ubisoft's free-to-play Ghost Recon into a delay. So uh, they've had some struggles there at Ubisoft as, uh, when it comes to Tom Clancy stuff. The Video Game Chronicle sourced its report to two unnamed persons with knowledge of Ubisoft's plans lead to development on the Splinter Cell game is being handled by a studio other than the Ubisoft Montreal studio, which did its previous seven games. So uh, this uh, I saw uh, on social media yesterday was had a lot of fans excited because it's been a while since we've had a Splinter Cell What were they game. upset about, though? Who? The fans that, that pushed it into a delay. Oh, oh well, you mean for the, the Ghost, Ghost Recon? Recon? Who yes. knows? Oh. Uh, they, you know, I mean, listen... Some of these people are, they just, I don't know, they want to complain about everything. They, they're they very unhappy with some aspects of the game, and I don't quite understand that at times, but whatever. Uh, the Food and Drug Administration is moving closer to making more affordable over-the-counter hearing aids a reality for millions of Americans with mild or moderate hearing loss, Nick. That'll include us one day. The agency issued a proposed proposal to create a category of approved devices that people would be able to buy without a prescription hearing exam or having to arrange a fitting with an audiologist so uh currently hearing aids are very expensive they have been for a long time so and it's with the technology we have today it's like why is it that way i mean it seems like you know uh, you can probably get this done for a lot cheaper and that's the goal here of the fda is to make it easier for people to to be able to compete in this and then make those over-the-counter uh devices available although i'm not so sure that people should be self-diagnosing their own hearing loss and how extreme it may be uh that seems like it could do more harm than good sometimes sure Uh, sure you should probably talk to somebody and see somebody to see how kind of you know a device you could need if you need one at all it seems like you being able to walk up to walmart and just buy a hearing aid seems dangerous sure but uh, really the the uh, the impetus here is that the the competition to, to, to actually have these devices available is the important part right now so that's true that's what's going on with the fda and that's the nerd alert morning after with nick and big j that's what's up on the way we got ourselves some important stuff your chance to win up to 200 dollars courtesy of the x-rock double dare that's happening at 7 30 on the morning after with Nick and Big J.
The important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Big J, there is a breakout of Salmonella, and we are right smack dab in the middle of all of it. Do you understand? Yeah. Uh, the CDC is warning you, me, and everybody about a bunch of really bad onions, and they all started right here in Idaho. Agency has issued a food safety alert yesterday after 652 reported cases of salmonella in 37 different states. And that number is expected to go way up after uh, more cases are reported. This particular strain of the illness was first reported back in September, but it hadn't been linked to whole raw onions until right now. The CDC determined that the onions were imported from Mexico and distributed to restaurants and grocery stores courtesy of an Idaho-based company called ProSource. CDC says if you've got onions in your house that come from the company or if they have no label at all, I don't care if they're red, if they're yellow, if they're white, chuck them in the garbage, throw them in the trash, and throw them out on the hill. That's all you need because these onions are bad and you could get very, very sick from them. Uh, And Big J, you've had salmonella before. Tell everybody how fun that is. It's great. I mean, nothing like coming out of both ends. Like you're on a damn spin. I I had some severe food poisoning, and I don't remember if it was around that time or not. But but nobody else, you know, generally if we're using onions, it's for tacos or something or something, you know, something that you use, and everybody would be affected. You'd think who had that with part of their dinner, but it was just me. So. Just you. So it may have been something different. Uh, it would be nice if that was the actual, you know, thing. But it was... Then I could rest easy, Nick. <laughs> sure, yeah. Months later, you could finally figure out what it was. I don't have to blame concession... Uh, or, uh, concessions, but... Uh, what was it? Convenience store food. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's right. That's what you blamed it on. The hot dog. I forgot. Big J, the Houston Texans and Miami Dolphins are reportedly working on an agreement that would send three-time Pro Bowl quarterback Deshaun Watson to Miami, according to the Houston Chronicle. The two teams are hoping to complete a trade deal this week. Apparently, this is also a three-team deal that involves the Washington football team that somehow sends Tua to Washington and then Deshaun Watson to Miami. But also, don't forget Deshaun Watson's kind of in the middle of a serious, you know, 30-charge sex scandal allegation as well. And odds are that he would be on the uh, the commissioner's exemption list even if he did get traded and wouldn't play anyway. Well, so far that isn't the case, though. He's not on that list right now. Because he doesn't have to be. Because the Houston right. Texans are voluntarily holding him back. But they think that if the, he was put on the active roster, the commissioner would step in and say, no, we're not going to let you play until we figure out what's going on with all of these charges. And so this is a real risk the Miami Dolphins are taking, trading for a quarterback that realistically, if the commissioner says he can't play this year, he won't. And then if he's convicted, he ain't going to play, period. And so you're going to trade away three number ones for a dude that may never suit up for you is Bananas. crazy. It's crazy. Uh, I wouldn't do it. But uh, listen, I'm not the general manager of a football team. Uh, and also, I don't think the other pieces around the, the Dolphins are good enough to even worry about that right now. I mean, Tua really hasn't gotten much of a chance. He's been injured a bunch. That's not his fault. He was injured a bunch going in. You probably shouldn't have drafted him that high because of it. But they're kind of stuck in this situation. But now you're going to trade away that quarterback and three number ones for a dude that might not suit up for you? Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Good luck. Uh, Larry David, Big J, explained to E! News that he was spotted plugging his ears at New York Fashion Week on September 12th because the music was too loud. Uh, there was a picture of him going viral yeah, of just so basically old. being miserable <laughs> at this Fashion Week event. 
and he said that there was a speaker behind me blaring music. That's the reason I was there. I was helping my friend's fiance, and I thought it would be helpful uh, if I came, but now this picture has gone viral of me basically looking like I'm having a terrible time at my friend's fiance's event. One thing's for certain, quote, my presence is never helpful, end quote. Is what Larry Such David a Larry said. David thing, man. <laughs> it is like an episode I mean, of Curb yeah, Your Enthusiasm. That, that whole thing right there, that would be like reading you know, a snippet of news from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Right. I mean, Larry's trying to do himself a favor, but unfortunately he's photographed doing something terrible at this event, which is the only thing people care about at this event, and now it <sighs> ruins his, fiance, his friend's fiance's whole event. This is... <laughs> And, and Jeff Gar- it's Jeff Garland whose nights he's ruined. I mean, it's just perfect, man. Right. And Super Dave Osborne sitting right next to him shaking his head. Not anymore, though. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. On the way, we got ourselves a chance for you to win some money. Man, we've got to give away some money today, boys and girls. So pay attention because what well, is the... Make the questions easier. I'm trying. I thought I did. Everybody ran the table yesterday except for the people that actually got through the phone lines. Uh, what is the topic of conversation today? Uh, is uh, the topic the topic of conversation is fast food restaurants you probably eat at, fatty? So there you have it. Fast nice? food knowledge, particularly of franchises, Ooh. are going to come in handy over the course of the the uh, actual time today. Double Dare on one hundred point three, the X rocks. All right, yesterday, every single person that got through struck out on a question on 90s music. So today, we are going to try to give away some money. That's the idea this morning for the X-Rock Double Dare. And so a caller X this morning is a young man named Tim. Tim, good morning, man. How you feeling today? Good, how are you? Not too bad, not too bad, my friend. Here's Big J with your category. Category is fast food restaurants you probably eat at, fatty. Uh, we don't want to uh, pretty much jump to any conclusions, but how much do you know about fast food, Tim? <laughs> I mean, it's 2021. It's everywhere. All right. Uh, then we wish you good luck. A reminder that you can win up it's to $200. Not the 50s, Nick. <laughs> and you have an opportunity to gamble on yourself. So are you ready for your $50 question? Let's do it. All right, man. This fast food restaurant is home of the Whopper. It says so on the side of each franchise. Uh, Burger King. Right. Tim, you have $50 in your pocket. You could take that and walk away, and we would not judge you because nobody won any money yesterday at all. But you can also go double or nothing for $100. I must warn you, however, the questions do get progressively more difficult. What would you like to do? Uh, Let's try another one. Okay. Good idea, man. Good idea. All right, for 100 bucks, This fast food restaurant that has several Treasure Valley locations is often cited with being the first national chain to incorporate the drive through into their stores. Maybe you should grab a Jumbo Jack. Uh, Jack in the Box. Right. That's right. Tim, you now have $100. I feel like uh, we're teaching people things. <laughs> you can take that $100 and go home, or you can go double or nothing for the maximum prize, which would be $200. This is, in theory at least, the most difficult question of the bunch, though. What would you like to do? Let's uh, do the third one. All right, dude. Good luck. All right. <clears throat> for 200 bucks, Here in the western part of the United States, we call this fast food restaurant carl's jr but in the south midwest and east coast this same franchise goes by what name hardy's yeah! you nailed 
nailed it, baby! Good job! That is 200 bucks in your pocket. That is how the X-Rock Double Dare works. Turns out you did know plenty about fast food. Congratulations, my friend. You got 200 bucks coming your way, dude. Congrats. Thank you. Of course. Hang on just one second, my man. That's how that works. Two more chances at fast food knowledge for $200 coming your way today. 12.30 or thereabouts, 10 pens. What's going on with the hoot today with Jason Drew? And then, of course, uh, 5.30 today guaranteed with Adam. So make sure you keep tuning in. Uh, today you could have a very good opportunity if you know your fast food restaurants to win up to $200 of your very own. We are going to go to hell next on the X-Rocks. On 100.3, the X-Rocks. We are headed to Windsor, England for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Oh, cheerio. Picture this, a man out in his garden enjoying the sun. Just, you know, pulling some weeds, maybe making sure, trimming the daisies. I don't know what you do in your garden. What do people do? Yeah, that's it. You tell me. You've had a hanging garden weeds. in your backyard. Pull the weeds. You know, you pull weeds oh. from a hanging garden? Oh, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> hanging stuff up. All right. Either way... He is out in the backyard enjoying himself some gardening. And here's a plane overhead. Listen, nothing new, man. Planes fly over all the time. Uh, that is when things got really, really, really bad. Uh, according to him and at least plenty of other reports that corroborate his story, uh, he was splattered in a very unpleasant way when human waste was dropped from the plane oh. and landed right on him and his entire backyard. Uh, the whole garden, the garden umbrellas, and him were all covered, basically, in human waste. The Gross. dumping happened fairly centrally to Windsor in uh, the middle of last month. Of course, plane toilets store sewage in special tanks, but their contents are normally disposed of once a plane is landed. So, basically, this guy had a pretty big complaint. Of course, uh, there are a number of uh, complaints every year that happen with frozen sewage from planes. But this wasn't frozen, and it was, it was nice and warm. It was nice and warm and fresh and delicious human waste. Uh, he says that quote: "It was uh, more horrible an experience than you can even imagine." And of course, now the the people of the city of Windsor are trying to use their local government there to make sure it doesn't happen again. Uh, the councillor for Elton and Castle, the owner of the airplane, says this was a, quote, one in a billion chance and there's no need to pass any kind of litigation or legislation to make sure it doesn't happen again because it was purely an incident accident that has only happened once and won't happen again. He suggested the warm weather meant the excrement could have, quote, come out more fluidly. <laughs> Uh, to be fair, the, they did do a, a bunch of research, and people that have worked at airports for the last 40 years says this is the first incident they've ever heard of, so it's very rare. They will give it that. Uh, there are problems with blue ice, what they call from time to time. That's frozen human waste and disinfectant. Uh, but that is also something that doesn't happen that often. Certainly not a room temperature amount of human waste <laughs> that comes around. So this was a rough situation. He, of course, went to the hospital to make sure everything was okay because it's never good when you have a bunch of human waste in your orifices. You understand, Big J? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess if there is any good news, it's not like he was looking up with his mouth open as it happened. You know, he just was kind of like doing his business and was completely unaware that this was about to happen to him, his garden, his entire backyard. 
He is, however, suing and seeking, of course, damages, which I believe he is fully entitled to. Agree or disagree? Yeah. Whatever he's suing for, he should get. Because that is a fate that is not, you know, becoming of anybody that I know. Probably also ruined his garden. I'm not, I don't know much, but I'm guessing at least, you know. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's some fertilizer action right there. Yeah, but I mean, if it's coming from that height, there's going to be some flattening of whatever it landed on, right? If there are some big old flowers there, it's going to do some damages to the bushes when it's up that high. And he needs definitely needs a new garden umbrellas and all sorts of stuff. And I, I how do you clean that up even from a yard? A you spray know? hose? Even still, know. right. I mean, my goodness. How much was there? Uh, well, enough to cover his whole backyard. So a pretty yeah, decent but that, amount. You know, it might be small over there in England. Well, how about I cover you in a bunch of poo and you tell me how much it takes? Okay. Listen, you're on the record. You said okay. You should probably take that back yeah. as quickly as possible. Well, I know you're not going to go follow through with it. Well, listen, I'm, I may not, but I can contact some, you know, no. porta potties and see what I can make happen. Get a honeypot over here quick. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you will do that either. <laughs> no, because again, I don't know anybody that deserves that. Fate. I'm calling your bluff. Even if you're volunteering to be covered in human waste, I, I don't want to be the one responsible for doing that to you. It's a wise decision. Because I have to sleep at night. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. Coming up in a few minutes, some important stuff, plus some pop culture smackdown. Important stuff. Hey, what's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. He didn't deserve to be in an accident. Who deserves that? But you do deserve an advocate. Big J, for the last couple of days, we've been talking about it. Maybe you've been even seeing stories about how there is a shortage of things going on because there are some supply chain issues. Does it sound familiar? Yeah. Well, it should uh, because it is pretty much everywhere. But the National Retail Federation wants you to say, whoa, 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 hang on. Now, listen, there are some pesky supply chain snarls, but it is not the big reason why it's been difficult to get things and things are taking forever to get to you. Do you want to know why they are according to the NRF? Well, why? Because Americans can't stop buying everything they damn see. We are buying everything we can get our hands on these days and we'd be buying even more if there were some, if the supply chain stuff was up to par, but spending is at the highest it's ever been in at least three years, according to Jack Kleinheinz, the NRF's chief economist. He issued a statement yesterday and said those shortages are pretty ubiquitous to the term everything shortage that is now being used liberally to describe customers and consumers' frustrations as they try to get goods of all sorts. But the country's running short on everything because America has, in fact, imported an immense amount of stuff in the past eight months. And that's part of the reason we're in the midst of an epic supply chain congestion. We're still buying everything we can get our hands on. So... We're spending more money than we can really keep up with is what it boils down to. Whether there will be supply chain issues or not, it actually probably some of these supply chain issues are protecting us from ourselves, if that makes sense. Sure. Because we uh, apparently have holes in our pockets when it comes to spending money. We want to buy stuff. Retail therapy. So... People are spending money. That's another big reason why you can't find anything, be it milk, toys, paper towels, or whatever. So we're part of the problem as well. It's always nice when we can blame somebody else for our issues, but uh, take some responsibility for something sometimes. Listen, I know I'm buying more things than I have in a while. That's on me. There's no doubt about that. 
I'm certainly not helping things. But I'm not the one going to the store and buying, you know, buckets of paper towel and milk and all that kind of stuff either. I'm spending my uh, my my money on far more fliver- frivolous things than that. Yeah. Astros beat the Red Sox 9-1 in Game 5. They have a 3-2 series lead. Uh, they have a chance to go to their third World Series in five years if they can take one of the games back at home as the series shifts back to Houston. Braves, speaking of which, can head to the World Series themselves after a 9-2 victory in Game 4. They have a 3-1 series lead. Same lead they had last year where the Dodgers rallied back to win three in a row. So obviously the Braves don't want that to happen again. No Baker Mayfield tonight for the Cleveland Browns. Case Keenum's going to get the nod. At the quarterback, we have the Broncos-Browns tonight on Thursday night football. We'll see how that all comes together. Yeah, no nobody on the Cleveland Browns offense. Yeah, they are banged up uh, for sure. Although Landry may be coming back, uh, Beckham should be okay. They may have some offensive weapons, but their running game took a hit. Uh, No Chubb, no Hunt for the Cleveland Browns. Ruby Rose has put together some details as to why she left the cast of Batwoman last year. If you remember, it was a fairly big story, considering she was the star of the picture and just decided to back out of the production. Uh, And now she's telling her truth, and it's not very pretty. She says the set was dangerous and producers didn't care. Now, this is not really a breaking news story. She had been injured multiple times on set, even had to get neck and back surgery because of a stunt gone awry. She broke her neck. So she know they, we always knew that there were bad situations going on there, but we didn't know how many times she had been injured on the set. And spoiler, it was a lot. Uh, she posted numerous pictures and videos of doctor visits following several injuries and called out producer Peter Roth for pushing to get production back online even when she was injured. She said she had surgery for a neck injury, but Roth forced her back into the role after 10 days because the alternative was that the entire cast and crew would be fired because they couldn't film, and so he made her get back in that costume and out on set even though she wasn't physically prepared to do so. She also alleges that one crew member got third-degree burns and that another was left quadriplegic because of incidents on the set. She believes everybody was distracted by emerging COVID news in spring of 2020, and so they put the pressure on getting as much filmed as possible, and that led to even more dangerous actions. She also made some accusations against her co-stars, Doug Ray Scott, saying he was a nightmare to work with and would scream everywhere, and they had to put a no-yelling policy on set because of his issues. So it doesn't sound like a fun place to work, Big J. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Seems like DC's got some real issues. Well, Warner Brothers. <laughs> yes. And they're like, oh, none of this happened. Yeah, right. The uh, This morning, one of the lead uh, guys at Warner Brothers stepped down because all of this stuff, or was forced to resign, one of the two. But yes, Warner Brothers has got some issues that they need to clear up, and uh, they don't seem to give a bleep, and they seem to be pretending all this stuff didn't happen. But uh, Ruby Rose has some receipts. And they are coming out on her Instagram story, so you can't deny some of this stuff, considering she has the visual proof that it did happen. So uh, it doesn't sound like a fun place to work, that's for sure. Apologies to her and uh, really pretty much anybody that's worked with Warner Brothers in the last couple of years. Sounds like a nightmare. Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yep, and we have tickets to the Struts. They're coming to the Dinning Factory on the 24th. We'll get you set up with that amazing band. Just a lot of fun, and uh, you just need to beat me a pop culture smackdown to get your hands on these. That show is this Sunday at the Knitting Factory. If you want to go, 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play pop culture smackdown. You're going to have to defeat Big J in the process, but I believe in you. I think it's something that you can do. We'll see how long it takes. Hello, the X. Oh, somebody's scared. That makes sense. Hello, the X. 
Hey. What's up, man? What's your name? Paul. All right, Paul, you're up first. What comedy movie series features Mike Myers as a secret agent and as an evil, misbehaving Dr. Evil? I'll take it. Right. The Spy Who Shagged Me is close enough. Austin Powers series is what we're looking for. Big J, who played the female lead in the Look Who's Talking universe? Cinematic universe. There were three movies. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to say Kelly Preston. Wrong. Well, that was John Travolta's real life wife. Yeah. Uh, It was not Kelly Preston, although her first name starts with a K. Kelly. No. No. Not Kelly. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not remembering. You didn't watch any of the movies? I, I pff, a long time ago. Uh, she was on Cheers. Does that help? Oh, 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 uh, yes. But, yeah. but still, I don't think it does. Then. <laughs> I mean, I can picture her. I just can't remember her name. Uh, Kirstie Alley. Right. Kirstie Alley was Molly in all three Look Who's Talking movies. Uh, Look Who's Talking. <sighs> Look Who's Talking Two. Do you remember what the third one was called? No. Look Who's Talking Now. Jeez. Congratulations there, Paul. You got yourself all set up. It didn't take much to knock out Big J today. You are going to go check out the struts on Sunday at the Knitting Factory. Please hold on one second. We'll get some information from you. And up next, we are going to talk to one of the drivers that's going to be taking part in Monster Jam this weekend at the Ford Idaho Center. He drives the iconic Grave Digger. His name is Branson Vincent. He's calling into the show next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Temple of the Dog and Hunger Strike here on The Morning After with Nick Big J. This Friday and Saturday, Monster Jam is taking over the Ford Idaho Center, and one of the Monster Jam vehicles that's going to be doing its thing is Gravedigger. It's an icon, and it's an honor and privilege to welcome onto the show the driver of that particular vehicle. Brandon Vincent joins us on the show right now talking about Monster Jam. Brandon, uh, Gravedigger is the vehicle that you're driving, right? Yes, this is the one that I uh, get in and drive week to week uh, all over the country and all over the United States. And uh, we're, we're excited to come to Nampa, Idaho. This is my first time here at this venue, and we're doing three action-packed events this weekend. It's going to be a blast. That's uh, that's awesome, Brandon. And i gotta, I got to imagine that driving Gravedigger, I mean, it's kind of an awesome responsibility. you you, you got to be pretty good to get in there and drive that thing. Yeah, for sure. It's a, it's an honor. It's a blessing. And yes, you got a lot of pressure. Gravedigger has been around for 39 years. Uh, 2022 season is going to be 40 years. So it's one of the most iconic Monster Jam trucks, uh, you know, and it was born in 1982. And, you know, our fans are the best. We have the, the longest lasting fans in the business. And there's a lot of pressure to go out there and put on a great show. But uh, I was built for it. I love doing it. I love all of our fans. And um, they're going to get three exciting action-packed shows this weekend. Hell yeah, man. I remember as a kid having the Gravedigger Hot Wheels car, so I know it's been around for a bit. I imagine uh, you then have been around uh, since Gravedigger has been a legend as well. What did you decide to do? What did it take for you to go, you know what, I think I want to be a driver at Monster Jam. How did you get into this kind of thing? I started off as a crew chief for Ryan Anderson and Son of a Digger, which is Dennis Anderson's son, the creative Gravedigger. And I put in time, wrenching on him, and was ready to make the next step up. So I had my opportunity, um, and I got my chance to be a Gravedigger driver in 2017. Um, I ended up being Rookie of the Year that year and won two uh, series championships. So it's been an awesome ride so far, and we're keeping it going, you know, just making it happen city to city and, uh, you know, letting everybody know that uh, 
grave diggers here and all the drivers are ready to go and just bad to the bone representing it representing the team well and having a good time doing it one could say brandon that that makes you the ricky bobby of monster trucks <laughs> don't know what to do with my hands <laughs> <laughs> awesome man brandon vincent joins us driver of grave digger going to be here as part of monster jam the fun is happening all weekend long at the ford idaho center you can grab your tickets at xrock.com monsterjam.com or ictickets.com uh brandon is it like a dream come true did you when you i mean i imagine as somebody that works on these vehicles i don't know if it was ever something that you're like man i really want to get behind the wheel of one but when you had a chance to do it was it a really cool opportunity was it everything you thought it was going to be yeah for sure this is it I'm living my dream every every chance I get. Uh, I get to get behind the wheel of my Monster Jam truck, and uh, to meet all the new fans um, from city to city, it's a blessing. And uh, to be able to drive a Monster Jam truck uh, and call that your career, hey, it's fun. You know, I get to work on the weekends and tear stuff up and jump big trucks. Uh, I couldn't think about doing anything else now. You know, once you do it, it's just a passion, and uh, we have a great time. You know, me uh, hanging out with the fans, driving these trucks, and putting on awesome shows. And uh, this is what I wanted to do, and I'm, I'm proud to be doing it and love every minute of it. What was it like the first time you caught air in, in, in a monster truck? I mean, I, I realize that, you know, you ride dirt bikes, and, and you, you've probably taken a bunch of jumps. But, I mean, you're in a big, huge vehicle. Getting that kind of air, what was that like? Yeah, it was, it was unbelievable. To be in a 12,000-pound monster jam truck. And you go out there and hit your first ramp strapped in, strapped down, and you just kind of close your eyes. And once you land, you're good to go. But that's, it's just a big adrenaline rush, you know, once you get that first jump in and land, and then you're ready to go. It's just on the skinny pedal wide open to the next jump. It's, uh, it's unbelievable. I tell everybody all the time, if you haven't had the chance to do it, I hope everybody has the chance, you know, because it's one of those things that it's, it's just a check off the list, you know. It's it's something cool, and I love every minute of it. Freestyle is what we love to do. That's what Grave Digger was born on, and for us to go out there and jump these trucks and crash them and flip them and bring them back to the wheels uh, for all these fans, is uh, it's something cool to watch and it's something cool to do for sure. Brandon Vincent joins us, of course, driver of Grave Digger Monster Jam happening this weekend. Brandon, I'm an embarrassment to my father, who uh, is a very mechanical person. Uh, he grew up in and around race car driving and did uh, was crew chief in NASCAR and did a lot of ARCA racing okay. and all sorts of stuff. I know nothing about that stuff, but I do know that it takes a special kind of person to know how these things work. And, and setting up these vehicles for these tracks, especially short tracks, are not exactly easy. Do knowing how these vehicles operate and how to set these things up... For these tracks make you a better driver in your opinion yeah for sure that's what really led me to you know being as as good as i say i am in the truck you know you you work on them so long you know how each piece and part works and uh it really transitions over into the driving seat so and, and also you can tell your crew and let them know what kind of troubles you're having so they can diagnose the problem and fix it quick to get you back out there for the show and uh we spend a lot of hours and a lot of time perfecting our craft whether it's working on these trucks or 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 behind the wheel and um definitely helps transitioning from you know crew chief to driver which is which is pretty cool i I was the last one to do that i enjoy every second of the wrenching part of it and the driving part of it and i still get out and lend a hand inside you know uh if i crash or break something whatever i can do to help out to get it back i still know i still have the fundamentals of you know, work on my own truck as well. So it's pretty cool. Well, let's hope you keep uh, doing well, Brandon, so that uh, you don't ruin the opportunities for every other monkey wrench out there. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. It's going to be a great weekend. It always is. Fun for the entire family. Bring the kids. Have yourself a fun. Three different shows this weekend yeah. at the Ford Idaho Center. And listen, if you get a chance to, the pit passes are really awesome to see these things up close and personal and meet some of the people that do all this stuff. Uh, we appreciate your time, Brandon. Uh, best of luck this weekend, and, and hopefully you have another fantastic performance. Your first time here. We're looking forward to it, man. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. I'm looking forward to it. Come check the pit party out if you haven't seen the pit party. It's from 1030 to noon on Saturday. Come out and get a picture with me in the truck and everybody else competing. It's going to be a great time. That is Coheed and Cambria. That is Shoulders here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. The time is now. If you'd like yourself some free tickets to check out what, Big J? Monster Jam! That's right. It's happening uh, tomorrow and Saturday at the Ford Idaho Center. And this will be your last chance to actually qualify for our grand prize, which is the four-pack of tickets and pit passes to Saturday's performance at the Ford Idaho Center. So we want you to get on the phone and play Truck or No Truck. 208-287-1003. I have here three names of trucks. Some of them are real trucks on the Monster Jam circuit. Some of them are just fake trucks that I completely made up. You have to decide if they are real or fake. If you get two out of three right, you're going to go check out Monster Jam, and you're qualified for the big old grand prize. Let's get ourselves a contestant. Hello, the X. How's it going, guys? Good, buddy. What's your name? Mike. All right, Mike. You are up to play truck or no truck. Here's your first one. Wild Thang. Is that a real truck or a fake truck? A real truck. That is absolutely correct. Wild thing. Right. Truck number two, Lil Giant. Is Lil Giant a real truck or a fake truck? A real truck. That is correct. Right. Lil Giant is, in fact, a you, real truck. You are two for two, man. That's all it takes. You're going to go check out Monster Jam. I didn't even get to get to my funny name, which was Lil You Marry Me. <laughs> but either way, Mike, congratulations. You are all set and good to go, and you're qualified for that grand prize, which we will draw as well for some uh, pit passes for Saturday's event. Hang on one second, dude. We'll hook you up with those Monster Jam tickets, and we will give you a chance to win some tickets to a concert with a little thing called Bad Impressions. It's next on the x Rock. <laughs> Bad impressions. So far, I'm not impressed. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And we got some tickets here. The Struts will be at the Knitting Factory on Sunday night. We'll get you set up with these if you can figure out bad impressions this morning. 208. suppose I got to do that. 208-287-1003 is the phone number that you need to call if you'd like these tickets. you got to make sure you can swing by either today or tomorrow to pick them up, of course. That's the other caveat, but if you can figure out bad impressions, you are good to go. Three clues about a celebrity. Figure out that celebrity, and boom, the prize becomes yours to the phones we go. Hello, the X. Hey, this is Dennis. All right, Dennis, you're up first. Good luck, man. I've been in a few movies you might have heard of, Chaos Walking, The Devil All the Time, and I was the voice of Ian in Onward. Mm. Next one. Most notably, I'm the very young and enthusiastic Peter Parker in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, a.k.a. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I'm young, handsome, and get to be Nathan Drake from Uncharted in the live-action movie. Nah, I don't know his name, man. Nobody knows Spider-Man's name. You don't know who Spider-Man is? Not a household name yet, pal. They know Spider-Man, but not the actor. Hello, the X. Hello? Hello, hey, man, Hello. did you hear the clues? I did not hear the clues. All right. I've been in a few movies you might have heard of. Chaos Walking, The Devil All the Time, and I was the voice of Ian in Onward. Uh, no clue. Most notably, I'm the very young and enthusiastic Peter Parker in the MCU. 
aka Spider-Man. Um, okay. Continue on. I'm young, handsome, and get to be Nathan Drake from Uncharted in lo- the live action movie. Um, is that Mr. Holland? It's Tom Holland. Yes, Tom Holland Boom. is correct. The third clue is one nailed it. Hang on one second. We'll get you those stretch tickets. Why <laughs> is Tom Holland in the all. news? Uh, let's see. The trailer just dropped for a uh, movie that almost was never going to be made, but finally it's here. And uh, maybe, Nick, you can help me. Is it Uncharted or Uncharted? What is the first How one? How do you pronounce it? What is the first one? Just how do you pronounce the name of the game? Uh, Uncharted. Okay. What did you think it was? Uncharted. Uncharted? Yes. No, 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 no. There's no R in there. Uh, it is, uh, of course, uh, a, a live-action movie that is uh, based on the video game series, which is one of the most successful I've ever has been for Sony PlayStation and uh, in games in general. Tom Holland plays Nathan Drake and uh, Mark Wahlberg as uh, Sully. Yeah, uh, a huge fan of the game series, uh, clearly modeled after Nathan Fillion. In fact, the the fan uh, trailer that they put out a couple years ago with Nathan as Nathan Drake is fantastic. Uh, but, you know, it's clear that they're going for a franchise, and Nathan Fillion's 50 years old, and you can't franchise yeah. something around a 50-year-old, unfortunately. But uh, I don't mind Tom Holland as Nathan Drake. I have an issue with Mark Wahlberg as Sully, only because uh, Sully is, in my, favor- in my opinion, my favorite part of the game. Uh, I enjoy him very much, his character, his ups and downs, and he's like this older kind of father figure to Nathan Drake, in my opinion, and Mark Wahlberg is just too young and doesn't have the personality to pull it off, but uh, that's just me. The rest of it has got some definite homages to the game in the trailer, but I wasn't super geeked about this when they said they were making it. I don't know how it's going to turn out. Uh, We'll see. I'm not super jacked for it. You? Uh, yeah, I mean, I watched, of course. Well, sure, that's the, it goes without saying. But I'm not, like, waiting for the day it comes out, I guess. Yeah, uh, a lot of people are speculating, could this be finally the great video game movie? Uh, we will see. We will see. I, <laughs> we will see for sure. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the x Rocks. <laughs> That is Fozzie, that is Sane here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. It's going to wrap up our show for this Thursday. We did it. We gave away $200 today, the X-Rock Double Dare. Congratulations to Tim for scoring $200. You have two more chances to do exactly that, just like Tim today, uh, with questions all about fast food franchises. 12.30 or thereabouts today with Jason Drew. 5.30 for sure with Adam. The 12.30 is uh, kind of moving around because we have the Who coming in for an X session today, courtesy of Corwin Ford and Coors Light. And so we want to make sure that we have some ability to make that go live. And so the uh, the X-Rock Double Dare may move around a little bit today. But uh, we want to make sure you know it's going to happen at some point, too, for sure. Thank you to Brandon Vinson, the driver of Gravedigger, for being on the show today. We talked about Monster Jam that's happening tomorrow and Saturday at the Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater. Or excuse me, just the Idaho Center inside. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Oh, we got to do a giveaway here. Grand Let's prize giveaway. Who's going to win the actual family four-pack of pit passes to Monster Jam? The winner is... Spinning the imaginary wheel, Shando! Shando! Calrissian! The amazing Shando has got himself uh, the four-pack. Congratulations. Thank you to all who qualified. The rest of you, please enjoy the Friday night show at Monster Jam. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Uh, Anything else you want to add? Uh, yeah, hey man, I mean, as we get closer to the World Series, that's closer to Taco Bell returning to steal a base, steal a taco. Uh, promotion that they do and uh, it's going to be awesome. They'll give away a free nacho cheese Doritos Loco Taco to everyone in America 
if there's a stolen base in the World Series. Isn't today the day they're giving away their breakfast burrito? The, yeah, they're doing the breakfast burrito today. Um, so that's something you can look forward to. But they're also bringing back steal a base, steal a taco. You'd rather have a taco than a breakfast burrito. Yes. This is the truth. Without a doubt. Uh, this is the Big J bias coming through. Don't forget the uh, Team Mazda Tradeathon Marathon is going on. That's happening at uh, the old Kmart in Nampa. It starts today, goes all weekend long. Big J will be out there broadcasting live from 1 to 3 on Saturday with Team Mazda and the X. It's your chance to trade in your vehicle for straight up cash or get at least $2,000 for it and into a vehicle you can afford and is better for you. So check out Team Mazda and the Tradeathon Marathon happening this weekend at the old Kmart in Nampa. Jason Drew's up next. See you guys tomorrow at CX Rocks.